As we look at some of the attention to detail that we've paid here at, at Williams Engineering, you notice all of our wheels, very shiny. We've got real chrome on these wheel hubcaps. You look at our seat. We've got a very robust padded seat. This isn't a pad that you can cut open with a knife. This is arcade proof. This is closed cell polyurethane foam, just like they use in the coaster rides. Welcome to Remember 64, where this week, oh everybody, we be cruising. I am David Petrangelo, and I thought this was a Disney cruise. Where are my free meals served by Goofy, Donald Duck, and where are my Mickey Mouse-shaped ear glasses where I can sip a pina colada or whatever they serve on these things? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I am too. I want to help you, but my name is Luigi. And yeah! Whoa, 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 whoa. That is, uh, that's very good, actually. <laughs> you got the tone and everything. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that, and then you did it. I go, wow, actually, you know what? You, I think the timing's down. You got the tone. It's impressive. It's, slow it's clap, sir. Slow clap. It's, it's stuck up there, and I. The, the only way I can get it out is to hopefully say it enough times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got to let it out. <laughs> Uh, of course, of course, or maybe not, of course, those are some uh, vague quips to our level 16 games we're going to be talking about, too. But uh, we are talking about Cruisin' USA and Cruisin' World, the N64 versions after they were ported from the arcade. Also something we'll get into in a few minutes. Um, sir, I think before we get into it, uh, I just want to mention we put out a, uh, a little nerd question of the day for this uh, for level 16. And uh, we're asking people. What Ooh. video game vehicle, any vehicle at any point, would you want to drive or cruise across the USA or the world? And we have some uh, pretty fun answers to kind of go through there. But uh, before we get to everybody else's, uh, I'll give you a sneak peek of my uh, Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, what are our choices? Uh, the Lunar Lander from Lunar Lander. It's a Ooh. sweet vehicle. Ooh, I would, I like I would sideways shoot across the entire country. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, I, I wanted to go really retro, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go with one that I had a lot of fun with, um, with other people and, uh, just creates a wild, crazy scenario. And that is, uh, the original controls and the original warthog from Halo, because that is just a recipe for fun, disaster and uh, goofiness. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, I'll go with the Puma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you get you get two friends in there at least with you, and then if you have some of the newer versions, they're a little bit bigger. Like, sure, I thought I thought the Warthog's kind of fun, um, but it has to control the same way. It has to be very wavy and loose. Yeah, and, and where whichever direction you look is the way the car goes. Like, oh, oh what <laughs> yeah. was that? <laughs> yeah, there's actually much. no steering wheel whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. um, so, nerd question of the day. We're gonna have some of your answers featured at the end of the show as well. A uh, quick mention of Patreon as well, patreon.com slash remember64show. Episodes early. You can hear us chat about other games that we're playing that are not N64 related as well. And uh, every once in a while, I have a little extra sprinkle of uh, of other smaller things as well, like pre-episode chats and such. Um, that is what you can get for just a buck a month. So yeah, Patreon, why not? 
Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's my really professional way of saying Patreon and uh, Sports Why not? Show, but. <laughs> but, it, but yeah why not but even if you know you don't want to you want to don't want to toss over a buck a month uh ratings always help us which is another thing sure. that i forget to mention in episodes i'm going to do it off the top because if you just throw us a few stars on uh on your app of choice uh i think especially apple and spotify i think those are the ones that that favor the stars i've and such. never rated on anything else other than good pods yes other than that 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 you can do like as you listen to it and stuff as well you don't even have mm-hmm. to you know, you just kind of uh, go from there. But yeah, good pods, Apple and uh, Spotify. Toss us some stars and uh, and tell your friends as well. OK, cruising USA, cruising world. Um, yeah, it's now time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's bust out the history books, everyone. It's time to head back to December 1996 and September of 1998. I'm learning December 20th of 1996 the first scream movie hits theaters in Ooh, north america okay so that's where we're sitting when the first cruise in usa hits the n64 so uh different market i would say different people going to enjoy each one of these things but uh definitely two products two items that uh mostly stand the test of time i think scream is definitely a cultural landmark so i had to mention that i finally saw sure. that for the first time a couple of years ago and Ooh. that is a good movie. It was a good yes. movie. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's very much of its time and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, but it's still but it still holds up, mm-hmm. you know, like what it's commenting on and what it's 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 a great movie. Scream. Uh, the newer one's also not bad from the last couple of years. That's also a good one. Um, good way to sort of make it newer. Uh, what else we got? OK, so then we'll go to 1998 and September 4th, 1998. Oh, it's the beginning of the end of the world. It's where the internet decided to take a turn for what it is today in some ways. Google was incorporated Ooh, in 1998. Well, so that's a huge thing. Yeah, that uh, took a big them, step. It took them a few <laughs> years to dominate everything, but they'd get there. Yeah, they would. <laughs> as we know, they'd get there. <laughs> hey, the Padres were in the playoffs in September 98. So I'm thinking ah! that's a good thing and don't want to think about Google. <laughs> there we hey. go okay well think about the positives then um okay so we're gonna start off we'll, we'll talk about both games we're gonna talk about cruising usa and cruising world but uh you know i think we're, we're gonna sort of talk about the development and how things were were sort of taken from the arcade to the to the home console i think right so i think usa is pretty much most of the focus here so uh sir this is this is kind of your bread and butter here you have you have a love for for where part of this game came from as well so i I, i'm interested to hear about this well i i mean i think it's it's i was watching the credits and the one weird thing that stuck out to me was the fact that like this was all noa like this this is mostly like nintendo in japan ncl doesn't really seem to have a lot to do with this um yeah this was product tested at least the 64 version was product tested by noa people um so yeah this is kind of a, an all american deal here i guess um to pull in williams which i don't think they didn't have like a racing game pedigree they I just don't think so not i mean not that i saw looking up these games not that i i i know of no not to this point which is which is what makes this game kind of funny because it feels like an old arcade racing yeah. thing 
Um, yeah. Whether it's whether you're racing or you're just trying to avoid the crap on the road, it, it <laughs> has that kind of feel to it, but just kind of souped up and and I mean, it still looks pretty good on the 64. It looked better on in the arcade, but yeah, so they, they got Williams and not only did they get Williams, they got like the dude at Williams. They got Eugene Jarvis, who is maybe my favorite arcade developer, at least designer of. Uh, Robotron 2084 is pretty freaking amazing. It's one of Robotron's my awesome. Robotron uh, is awesome. I'm not a I'm not someone who had like I think my my arcade experience growing up, I mean just based on age is mid and late 90s, right? I mean like mm-hmm. that's, you know, yeah. play, playing Cruise in USA and World is is like that's an example of what I had more experience with, but these old ones were always kicking around certain mm-hmm. places and uh yeah, that's actually one. When I saw the name, I was like, I don't recognize the guy's name, but I definitely recognize those games, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, in itself says a lot. Right. And, so, uh, yeah, Robotron's awesome. And he worked at Atari before that. And I think only in their pinball division. And he had come over to Williams because Williams is an actual like metal manufacturer pressing warehouse like 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 (laughs) when you're when you're uh when your license plate gets pressed at the high score like they have machines like that (laughs) in their building complex so (laughs) it's it's uh for them to get into like the solid state uh, i'm sure they made jukeboxes and and pinball machines and stuff like that but when when video game arcade games were coming up they kind of were like hey why don't you try designing one of these? And he made Defender, which is one of the most ridiculously difficult and complicated and also considered one of the greatest arcade games ever made. So like, okay, cool. You're good at this. (laughs) I suck at that game. Oh, I'm sure I will too. Uh, I I remember not being good at it, but I also wasn't very good at many arcade games. I mean, yeah, I just wasn't, but yeah, I'll I'll give it another run at some point, but not, physically at an arcade there's cabinet just, so there's just yeah. so much nuance in that game just a wrapping mm. screen there are guys to pick up off the ground right um, right right when right. you run out of guys then you are like in this chase until you die basically so <laughs> it's uh it's brutal um he eventually goes on to start raw thrills which makes a bunch of like light gun games in the 2000s mm. and to this day is is i think still a thing but yeah you'll see like raw thrills on like target terror which was that really insensitive game after you know terrorist activities happened in my home country so but it's a shoot up game just just lovely. Anyway, he's been around <laughs> forever. They tapped him to make a driving game. And uh, when I pitched this, when I was like, like, hey, why don't we do uh, Cruising USA? Like that, that's a an early game that'll kind of, you know, it's early in the series still. Um, it's not a launch title, but it's I got it for Christmas when I got my 64. Um, it was supposed to be a launch title, right? That's that's right. part of the thing. Yeah. It was supposed to be within that first week, two weeks, whatever was considered launch at the time. Yeah. Nintendo may have made them take some things out. Uh, where is that? I yeah. found an old IGN article. Um, oh, excellent. From like 96 t- titled Nintendo to censor cruising. 
Um, wow. Nintendo continues its <laughs> unpopular censorship practice on Nintendo 64. Driving, uh, like in the arcade game, driving your hot rod over animals, one of the more funny elements in the game will be eliminated. <laughs> uh, when gamers finish the arcade version, I'm interested to hear them calling people gamers in 96. Uh, that's a lot earlier than oh, I yeah. would have expected, but yeah, for sure. Um, they're greeted in Washington, D.C. by Bill Clinton, Hillary, and a couple of quote friends in the hot tub. <laughs> this too will be scratched. Uh, I don't know if you remember. But uh, I do not remember that at all. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, I remember it only because after we had played this game to death on the 64, we were able to beat it in the arcade. Ah. But in the 64, at least on easy mode, uh, there's like a bunch of cows up there with Secret Service agents keeping watch over the cows. Oh, Um, yes. Yes, I did see that. Yes. (laughs) They they wondered if uh, the hidden cars like the cop car and the bus would be removed, but that Mm. ended making it in there. Eugene Jarvis, quote, it seems it seems like they don't have a sense, any sense of humor. I don't know what's wrong with those people. Um, (laughs) This is uh, someone he is in a business relationship with to produce these games. So. Yeah, this is post-release. For him to say, oh, like, what the heck? No. Well, post-release. Oh, was it pre-release? The, post-release of the arcade. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. right, right. Which they yeah, developed I... with Nintendo using uh, tools that they were told would be the 64 development tools. It turns out they weren't. And it led to a lot of problems porting the game over, which is just like, come on, Nintendo, what the hell are you I, doing? I don't under like what is with this? Okay, we okay at this point, at this time of the recording, we're only at level sixteen. We have tons of games still to go, but we've already heard so much of this type of treatment uh-huh. of a new what was supposed to be and pretty much was. Let, let's be honest, like this and the PlayStation were pretty revolutionary for how they advanced gaming and you know 3d and all that kind of stuff but like why are you holding back so much if you want this thing to be a gangbusters and be the best that it could possibly be like you could be a marketing machine all you want but you gotta back it up you can't you can't be screwing around like this like it's i just hubris. i just don't understand it's hubris it's it's like, at this point nintendo is on top of the world and even with the playstation out I guess. like they still think they're on top of the world and like i don't yeah. know I don't know what you want to say about like Howard Lincoln and stuff, but uh, you know, at this point, yeah, you probably couldn't tell him what to do. He was just like, yeah, I know we've, if you've seen everything we've accomplished in America in the last 10 years, don't tell me what to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I could ego trip, I, could I guess just, <laughs> I, you know, it, ha- it happened to Sony in the PS3. It, it happened to Xbox. It, you know, everybody goes through it. It's going to happen. To Everyone's Nintendo. going through the cycles. Yeah. It's going to happen to them again. <laughs> Look at the way they're doing things with the Switch. So, yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've seen the way the game is built, let's take a look at the way it's played and check out its innovative 3D graphics. I think yeah. um, I think it kind of shows a little bit. We can kind of go in a little bit to what the, uh, to what the gameplay itself is. I mean, really, it's just a racing game. You know, mm-hmm. if you have any experience or you've ever seen clips of this game, like it really is the same game it's not like races are longer Mm-mm. uh it's not like they're drastically different like it's the same tracks it's the same cars all or that kind of pulled stuff anything out of it yeah like they took out those things that we just mentioned like the whole fact that i guess other, you know, other than some censorship yeah they didn't take any courses yeah. out um no none of the courses came out um you know it's 
it they really didn't take out I the did, guy's head on the conveyor belt. Do you know about this? No, I do not know about this. Please tell me about the person's head on a conveyor belt. So when you get a high <laughs> score, and like I said, yes. that that uh, license plate goes down the conveyor belt, you yeah. can you can go up and down because the whole thing isn't on screen. All ten top ten spots. Yeah, you can you can sort of scroll through the list. Yeah, you can also press left and right and make the conveyor belt go. And if you hold down left for like a minute, a head goes by and says, I love this job. So that's in there. Are you serious? Really? Yes. yes. <laughs> Is I it thought like... my friend was messing with me in 1996, 97, uh, probably 97 when he came over. Uh, nope, that is absolutely that true. is actually a thing. Today. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's I love so this job. random. <laughs> what so, is the job that he has? Just sort of I don't know, working on a conveyor far belt to the man. left in the dark, like living on a conveyor belt is a great job. He's a disembodied head. The fact that he has a job just fills him with with any amount of joy. So, <laughs> one of the, actually they did add in is faster cars. Uh, which is what you unlock when you beat it on easy, medium, and and hard mode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Each car, like, sort of all the stats kind of get boosted. Yeah. Basically. Which yeah. isn't, like, like, it adds replayability because, you you know, you have this game at home. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I eventually did that with most of the cars. I don't think I don't think I could ever get the bus to get through Chicago in first place. I think <laughs> I think we tried. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, listener, believe me, like my friends and I were hell bent on doing it and we just couldn't do it. So <laughs> if there was any goal that you had in this game was to get the mm. school bus through the streets of Chicago. <laughs> it was in like the late 90s. Like you have no idea how much of it. Like personally, I took that challenge and I couldn't do it. I really <laughs> no, I, I do not. I, 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 I I, I don't mm. uh, I don't know that this was a game that I played a ton at home. Like, that's the thing is we're talking about the N64 version. But really, like I I. I don't know that I played this a whole lot at home. I, I definitely rented this and mm-hmm. world. I know I did because I remember me and my, my brother playing it and me trying to like beat my own high score, whoever rented it the week before, you know, that was right. So you're trying to like, that's what, that's, that's really what the high score is. Is yeah, the person who had it right down for you. But, uh, cause they're all yeah, no, at the I, same I, time. The, the high score for each level is the same guy. Uh, I assume yeah. it's Seattle, but it's S E A. I always said it was Seattle. Um, but their time is always a minute 45. And so, yeah, your time's usually around there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so that, that's the other thing about the game is that I, I think, so like you mentioned replayability with like the cars, you can kind of unlock them, you know, but like, as far as replayability goes, like there's not a lot there. I just, and I know it's, it's fine. It's, it's a port. I know it's just the nineties. I know I just, I wish it didn't feel so much like an arcade game. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a minute 45, a minute 30, two minutes. That makes sense when you put your quarter or your 50 cents in or whatever it costs. Right. And then you either came in first or you had to insert another coin. Like you I get that, you yeah. know, it kind of keeps the, keeps the cycle going, keeps the next kid in the seat, like whatever. But at home, two minutes for a race. Uh, How many times are you going to do uh, uh, cruise the USA over and over again? I, I honestly like some of the tracks is like, all right, I'm just going to pick a different car to get somewhat of a variability here. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's kind of what I did because, you know, th- there's a decent amount of them. And I think that like the tracks themselves are, you know, they're kind of fun. Um, but I some definitely realized 
some are definitely better than others. You know, the, the early ones are not great. Um, like you said, like Chicago is kind of difficult. Like some of them are a little too weird. Oh boy. Chicago is the, that's the, that's the wall of this game. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you could go under the tunnel and stuff too. Right. Like, and there's posts in between, like it's two lanes in the tunnel. There's posts in between. Then you get out of the tunnel. It's, or, or sorry, four lanes, but two on each side and, and, a, and post running down the middle. Uh, then you get out of there and all four lanes have posts separating them pretty much. The oh, middle two right. yes, yes. kind of have something going on. But then the sharp ter- oh, Chicago is a nightmare. And like, <laughs> let alone the bus, like beating that for the first time was was a big deal. So I yeah, I, I uh, like I said, I, I picked this game and and recently booted it up and got about like three, four tracks in. And it was like, oh, yeah, I love this game. Like, I really <laughs> love this game. I forgot about it because I you always just it's like. It's cruising USA. It's whatever, you know. It it's like the the first racing game on the sixty four. It you know it it's a dumb, stupid, fun racing game. I I like the levels that let you get airborne a little bit because it's like yes. whoa, you know. Yeah. It, it's nothing too serious. Um, so I always well, and just that's that's exactly what I was gonna it. say. It's not serious. It's just a goofy, fun, simple time is really what it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, I yeah, I I. I liked it, but then I was like, I, I, I started playing USA and I was like, all right, like I kind of get it. And then the races uh-huh. were so short. I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. And then, and then I press go on world and uh, notice a difference. Like I know that they are largely the same game. They largely feel the same the way that they control at least like it's like, okay, it's the same game, it's the same personality, all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't know why it felt better or different, but it just did. Or maybe I don't know. I I was like, maybe I just have more nostalgia for it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of it, because when I turned on the game and the menu music played, I literally laughed out loud. could not stop laughing for a couple minutes like i had to start the first race and get a couple minutes into that race or a couple like seconds into that race to stop chuckling at myself because yeah. that is it, it's it's what you did at the beginning of the episode it's what that's how it starts yeah and it is amazing it's like you know i had a i had a co-worker who also played a lot of cruise in the usa and so yeah every now and then just someone yeah whoa whoa <laughs> someone else be like choose your car and then yeah so <laughs> yeah choose your car <laughs> there, there's a lot of yeah i i'm gonna go ahead and say it's nostalgia there's a lot of it mm. i i like cruising world but i only played it in arcades um mm, i yeah. liked it because you could do like the double slam on the gas to get the like vroom, behind going i love it you could do that you could do flips with that off of jumps there's way more jumps in the world than in usa and usa yeah, I, I think it's sort of like they're there on purpose, but like some of them feel like haphazardly accidentally put there or whatever. It's it's more like uh, like they ran out a little bit of, of, of road space and they're just like, oh, let's just put a hole here instead. And, and like, really, yeah. it doesn't like blow you down, doesn't really cause many problems or anything. Whereas mm. like in some ways, I mean, less so in the in a console version, but in some ways, the double tapping the gas and sort of going up in your back wheels 
you can do flips off things and it gives you a couple extra seconds for your checkpoint and right. stuff in world. So like there's strategy to that, you know, when you're oh. playing that in the arcade at Let's... home, I never, I don't know about you, but unless it was Chicago, like for example, in USA, I don't know that there was like much stress of not hitting the next checkpoint, at least. Yeah. Mostly. I mean, it, it, you can get yourself into just infuriating situations in this game where yes. like you are in like a, and and the the way that the the npc cars non-player cars uh are flying around hitting into each other and like pinwheeling off and or pinballing off or whatever like yeah you can like i yeah i don't know if if cruising usa i feel like i feel like they gave us more time in in here because as a kid i remember san francisco rush being in arcades being uh more reasonable with the amount of time they gave you and cruising usa and cruising world not so much so yep. there might be something yep. to that yep yep could be the length of the tracks it could be just how they program things in the arcade or whatever but um you know it, it like yeah it, these games feel like they are still arcade games. Just you're mm -hmm. holding a 64 controller. I mean, like that's like, I don't think to me, they don't, they don't, they don't feel great. The way that they control it's very like mm -hmm. janky. It's very like, Oh, I, you turn left. Oh, turn right. Oh, you're going a million miles an hour. Like that's the other thing yeah. about this game. This game pretty is pretty much full fast. speed the entire time. It yeah. is ridiculously fast and you are not putting your foot on the brake. Like there's no, no. sim racing here at all. This is no. just just breakneck. This is rad racer. This is, um, <laughs> you know, just some what's the like, you know, F1 something or other Atari F1 yeah. racer or, you know, pole position or something like that. Yeah, like, you are yeah. just going 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 and yeah one of the uh, <laughs> the first couple of races um i played i think on like the sort of medium ish difficulty or whatever i, I don't remember what it was i don't if it was i like, don't i just started up i i didn't yeah I, I don't yeah i didn't go into the options or anything but there are difficulty uh yeah. slider or is it's easy medium hard and i can't remember I exactly but there were five difficulties in usa and yeah three of them the the easiest the middle and the hardest unlocked the car but yeah, i only yeah. knew so that I think I, because i got to the end on one quarter and was like man i did that on one quarter and it was like play it on a difficult mode next time and i was like okay cool fine it gave me the, <laughs> Gee, the thanks the denim car did um, it also give you your quarterback because you played in a lower difficulty <laughs> no no thanks there you go oh dude that would be ridiculous Gene Jarvis just shows up, hands you your quarterback, and like, try again. <laughs> Here you go, kid. I know you can do better. You got this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go back in with medium because I know all it's going to be is slightly more aggressive AI and just yeah. a ton more cars on the road to hit you because that's there's what more stuff coming at you. You're, yeah, you're, that's really what it is. Yeah, a lot of the hardest courses are there's just not a lot of room on the road. Yeah, and there are cars to weave in and out of. And then big, big turns. Yeah. So so the the first couple of races on each of these games, especially on USA, I don't know if it's just the tracks themselves or mm -hmm. it's the difficulty or combination of things, the programming, whatever it might be. Um, I eventually I did the first, I think three, 
I realized after I failed a couple times and, and was like, oh, shit, I came fourth or, oh, I came third. I want to come first, whatever. Um, yeah, only I first. actually you can't move on uh, until you get first. Got to be first, which is a little frustrating, but also very arcade. Um, yeah, I, I ended up dry. Like I, you could play this game with one hand. Yes, you can. Like, this is like like this is a phone game, essentially. <laughs> I sat at the starting line for a second going like. Press the press the, the A button and it changed the music or it like did the did the zoom into the cockpit. And I'm like, no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Yes. And it's what I do every time. I'm like, which is the damn. But oh, it's the it's yeah. the go. The trigger buttons, the go button. Yeah. OK, that's it. You just need that middle piece of the N64 controller, which is just hilarious. Like, I just find that so funny. Yeah. And I like Unless you want one race, I would have my left hand and then the next race I would use my right hand. Yeah. Just to like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. Come on, man. I'm. I'm giving you a chance. I'm driving with a hand. Yeah, and then eventually I, I I ended up like once the races got a little bit more difficult, and I was like, oh okay, I gotta like you know maybe take this more seriously or whatever. Then I put two hands on the controller. It really didn't help. No, but you no, know, no, no, it no. made me feel better. You could change the music. <laughs> I I could change the music and the view, which I would never play this game uh, in the cockpit or uh, or first person view. I just there's, I cannot. There's one reason to do it. And that's because I think it does it with birds sometimes, but definitely when you're in the Midwest with bugs, mm -hmm. uh, oh, bugs yeah. will hit your windshield like it's right. like freaking desert bus or something. And uh, oh, like okay. smear okay. away. That is the only reason to do it. Uh, other than that. Yeah. No, God. Why would you? Why would you even want to? No. And, and it's <laughs> tough, too, because of the way that it controls, because it's very like left, right or straight. Like, that's really mm -hmm. what it is. Either you're doing Just a tight go. left, a tight right. Or you're going straight like that alone just would just get me like nauseous. <laughs> yeah, um, I was definitely I, I definitely there is no slight steering on the 64. I mean, you kind no. of can with the analog stick, but you have to have a, a pretty fresh uh, N64 controller to do anything close to that. And and honestly, at that point, I'm I'm just flicking the controller anyway, like left and right to like just try and keep yeah. myself centered in the lane. Um, yeah, there there is all sorts of fun shenanigans you can do with the second place car because it is very aggressive um, and is constantly all up on you. And there, I just I delight in um, like d doing a reverse pit maneuver on it because it'll try and like come up on you and like I can make it spin out from behind. Well, or... yeah swerving out of the way as a car hits it and like you can yes. see you have that little legend on the side with like your car in the middle and any other cars around you as a little the white and red dots and stuff yeah. yeah and the red dots are your your competitor and like you just see it slam into a gray dot and then just disappear from view and it's like <laughs> that just feels good that it's or like, like having a rear view mirror but in, in the top <laughs> left or right corner of your screen <laughs> yeah suck it. exactly suck it denim covered car uh i don't know that that weird blue color just looks like denim i'm just i'm convinced it does that. when you say that it's exactly what it looks like you're right yeah i knew that, exactly what you meant when you said that <laughs> that or the or the train level if you can beat the train and then mm. you just see all the other cars behind you have to stop it's just yeah. it's the best yeah and that's and that's the thing too like i think with the with both of the games especially on higher difficulties or higher tracks it's it, it it feels again, it's just like it feels so arcadey. It's like you have mm -hmm. to drive almost a perfect race to be almost to come first. Yeah, almost not not always, but almost. And it's like, OK, I get that. I mean, like there's 
there's skill there as well. And like, like you said, beat the train or be able to, to weave, weave away, away from the uh, thing so that your enemy enemies, <laughs> your, yes, they are my opponents. Uh, they are your enemies. Yeah. Uh, hit something instead of you. Like there's, there's some skill and strategy to that. So it's, it's not all bad. Um, it, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's really weird going back and looking at this and then just really seeing old school arcade ass racing just mm-hmm. embedded into this like yes. W- yes with with daytona around the same time it's not like that's not how i would just describe that game I, I don't like there's just there's just cars everywhere like but you're not yeah. racing yeah there's no one coming at you there's no obstacles you're actually in like a racing environment um yes but with this right. though yeah it's just it's uncanny. I don't know why I never saw it before. It's just right there. And so yeah, like, yeah, I oftentimes just kind of, like I said, I, I discount this game and, and think of like, you know, rush is the superior, which rush is the superior game. I'm sorry, but, uh, don't be yeah. sorry. I, I have, I, I know that I played rush. I know that I played a decent amount of it, but as far as the details of like, which one I liked better, whatever I like, I'm, I'm excited to play the rush games and again because it's just like i i need to refresh my memory on it mm. I, I feel like i'll probably enjoy it more i remember enjoying them as far as more or less eh, we'll see i don't know we'll see we'll see when we pick it back up eventually <laughs> yeah i just i i always put that like up higher and yeah yeah i think i think it still stands that way but i was surprised by like just how much fun i was immediately having with this game i played this game a yeah. lot man I played it a whole lot. I don't know why. I just, we had it. We just had, like, I got this. I got this game. It was available. (laughs) I got this game. This game was in my stocking before we went over to my grandma's house and my 64 was there. Oh, Uh, wow. So I was like, I knew I was getting a 64 and I got this game. Oh, man. It was not the game I wanted. (laughs) I asked Santa and I whispered so my parents wouldn't hear. I asked him Mm. for Mortal Kombat Trilogy. And I knew I would get in trouble if I asked Santa for that. But I was like, Santa, we cool? We good? We got this, man. Right? Yeah, we good? We got it? Bring me this M-rated game, please. <laughs> well, I you got, got this. I got cruising USA. I was a little upset. It could, it could be worse. You know, definitely could have been worse. You know, it's, uh, it's still a know. good time. Could, I, yeah, I guess it could have been Pilot Wing 64, I guess. <laughs> right? Not much else it could have been. I mean, there was only so much choice at that point in the first few months. <laughs> it was only so much worse it could have been. Yeah, there's only so much. So uh, we're also going to toss in some Nintendo Power Time. Uh, both of these games are are featured in a, in a decent amount. You know, we, we have uh, issue 92. I wonder why. Yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> Cruising USA is in issue 92, but it's funny because it's in the month after the game came out, which mm. is interesting. So it's in January of 97. Well, you know, it, it, you're not going to be pushing that in December. You know, it's Christmas. No one's buying games at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It, both of these, like, they're featured within, like, you know, four to six pages. Really, it lists off the vehicles and it shows the mm. tracks. And and that's kind of it. Yeah, it's any, not a huge. Uh, like, no cheat codes in there. No cheat codes in these. Not in these two issues, at least. Um, okay. These are both the ones that are like around release dates. Uh, I would say, let's see, on uh, issue 112 of September of 98. Again, same month that the Cruising World came out. It's a little bit more detailed. They have a couple more photos. They have the actual track layouts, which is fun. Okay. The the unfortunate part with these, like as, as good as these games 
are and the memories that we have of them and, and everything. Uh, Cruisin' World is buried within the same um, magazine that has F-Zero-X in it, which oh, is, is tough to compete with, I would say. Yeah. Speaking of arcade-ass, arcade racing games. Exactly. Although, you know what? Mm, I might have to take that back. F-Zero gets... I mean, that's some serious... I don't know. That could be considered <laughs> sim racing. You have to break. You have to hard turn. That's you true. have to lean and aspects and of it. So, yep. you know, it, it's kind of sim racing for spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I'm excited to play that game again. I'm excited to get to that. Because um, as of right now, we haven't gotten to that on our on our recordings, but we will. Oh, yeah. Um, and then... I, I think this is even worse for Cruisin' USA. I mean, this is all around the launch window of the console. Right. But not only is Star Wars Shadows of the Empire on the cover, it also has a six-page test drive of Mario Kart 64. Mm -hmm. So both of these games, racing games, are being kind of overshadowed by other racing games. Um, so the coverage of Nintendo Power was there. It just wasn't extensive. But, you know, it was there. We got it. Yeah. I was but we have a review. Oh, yes, what, we, what do. we got some. Yeah. Where, uh, who is it? Where do we get it from? All that kind of stuff. So this is from uh, GameSpot.com. Uh, I wonder if it was still called VideoGames.com at this point. This is way back. This is 96. A review. It could very be. brief review by Jeff Gersman. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, <laughs> indeed. Know, if, indeed. If you haven't. You should just fig you should go figure out who the hell Jeff Gersman is and why you don't know who yes. he is. Um, Worth the search. Yeah. Uh, Cruise in USA, along with Killer Instinct, was to be one of the original games slated for release on the Ultra 64, the working title for the Nintendo 64. Nintendo also promised arcade-perfect translations of these titles. They delivered on neither count. Now, after years <laughs> of waiting through rumors and delays, the Nintendo 64 has made it to store shelves, and so has Cruise in USA. And while Nintendo's game machine lives up to its billing, Cruisin' USA doesn't even come close. The dazzling qualities of Mario 64 Oof. and other banner title N64 games make Cruisin' USA pale by comparison. Cruisin' USA's frame rate isn't up to speed, meaning that the movement is a touch jerky. Even so, the graphics are crisp and colorful, but the horizon is too close. See, I tend to agree a little bit, but like... I don't know. Yeah. I think other than the cars that are coming at you, some of the pop up is he says the results are some pretty bad pop up where scenery simply fades away into the distance or fades into the distance with little or no warning, yeah. which somewhat, especially with the cars coming at you. But it's it's OK. It's all right. I, I think really just, yeah, the 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 obstacles or the other vehicles coming at you. I think that's where the issue is. But otherwise. Yeah, I think it's okay. Like if the on the yeah. horizon, like if the, if the if the stuff on the side of the track is not perfect, that I you know it's fine. I get what he's saying though. I get it. He says like, the uh, the tunes from the arcade version are present, but they come up short, mm -hmm. of course, because uh, the N sixty four not a good sound chip. Uh, mostly based on them telling Sony to go suck eggs, and uh, <laughs> also not a lot of storage. So yeah. The arcade, spe uh, arcade speech and sound effects are also present, though they are muffled yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's um, too bad. Here, here's some of the nice stuff. Like I, I mentioned some of this earlier. Um, the Nintendo 64's analog control stick 
or analog stick controller really comes into play during cruising. After getting used to the feel of the stick, players should be able to take turns as if they were using the arcade version steering wheel. Um, which, yeah, I, you know, you're going a million miles an hour, but I ha- I, I can attest to today having a level of control during that insanity. So, yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. not too bad. I think so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, weaving in and out of oncoming traffic is no problem. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes. Depends on the track. <laughs> Depends on the traffic. Depends on the level. Depends on Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, then he mentions the addition of the faster cars. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as fun, as much fun as driving a gray school bus may sound, it isn't a compelling reason to finish each difficulty level with each vehicle. Ultimately, that's cruising, fair. Ultimately, cruising USA is a dead conversion of a dead arcade game. Perhaps if Nintendo had waited to release a home version of the planned sequel Cruisin' World like they did with KI Gold, this effort may have been worthwhile. Jibbers crabs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and that's that's industry legend Jeff Gersman has harsh words and the arcade cabinet, man. Yes, yes. Good Lord. Um, This uh, this did come out a couple years after the actual arcade right so that's the that's something too where it's like mm-hmm. we've played this game before it's not like mm-hmm. it's coming out at the same time i know that's just there's the times that's just sort of how yeah. it is it it would have uh it would have been closer if they had gotten the ultra 64 out the door when they said they were going to in 95 but it, it didn't yeah. get out till 96 or, or like we said earlier gave them the the tech to be able to build this game properly, <laughs> which really uh, all that deal did for them was get the ultra 64 name in front of a bunch of people, which mm-hmm. got the brand mm-hmm. out there, which so in 95, yeah, my friends and I were talking about the ultra 64. So mm-hmm. they got a couple of games out of it that did sell pretty well. You know, I mean, these are popular arcade games that came came to the home and uh you know we had a, i think i had a good time playing them you know i don't yeah. think they're perfect games in any way i don't think they're terrible uh but i also don't think they're home runs no no know? no i would sink a dollar into a machine yeah. if i saw one if i was walking yep. by and i saw a cruise new i'd be like all right i gotta sit down for a second yeah all right, <laughs> just for the fine. sake of it too you holy know? crap <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> are you a little no. t- too old to be in this chuck e cheese hell no what are you talking about <laughs> no man everything's one coin what are you talking about <laughs> hell yeah that was the best of course that was gonna the be best, here the best thing about having little little brothers who were way younger than me was that i got dragged to chuck e cheese birthday parties and i was okay because they had a san francisco rush the rock machine which had oh. the the alcatraz level with all the loop-de-loops and crap and it was only one token because everything was a token at chuck e cheese oh you better was believe. a token yeah yeah Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Zechariah, Michael's friend, is having a birthday party. Well, then I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I got yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I will, I, yeah. Don't bother me. I will be over here with my $10 bill sinking token after token into San Francisco. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so speaking of, uh, of different types of vehicles and oh, arcades yeah. and all that, our nerd question of the day. The nerd, the nerd of the day the nerd the nerd question of the day which video game vehicle would you want to go cruising in okay so i put this question out there in multiple different ways we have some answers on tiktok and twitter uh we actually have a couple of answers from final the final fantasy series 
Oh, okay. I was gonna say like fifteen. Someone's gonna have to say that car from fifteen, right? No one said car from fifteen to Ooh. us, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised because that does that to me when when I saw read a couple of people write Final Fantasy, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I never played that game, but I I, I know what it looks like. Same like, here. Like that that's a final <laughs> like that's a video game car, man. Like that's what yeah. You think. But one of them, which which does make sense, and I know is. Uh, kind of a standout in a couple of scenes in the remake, but that would be the motorcycle from Final Fantasy VII. Um, okay, so that's something yeah. as well. Okay, which, you know, has some history behind it too, which is kind of cool. Um, also, we have uh, main quest on Twitter says the Ragnarok from Final Fantasy VIII. This is not a Final Fantasy that I played, so I don't know what it is. But uh, but okay, you get the Ragnarok. That that one's hey, yours. When cool. you, when you see that in the garage, you can take that one. I, I will, I will, uh, as a as a big fan of Golden Sun, take anything that goes by the name Ragnarok. So I know that name <laughs> comes; it, it doesn't even come from there, and it's from. I know, yeah, I nope. get it. I know, but still, but, as a fan of Thor Ragnarok, as my favorite MCU movie at the moment, mm. I will take anything that says Ragnarok as well. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but it's my favorite <gasps> one. Oh, so I good. I haven't seen many of the. I don't care. Pure about the pure comedy. Today. Pure comedy. That's I know. I, I, I need to see it. I love Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, uh, Blocks Sega on Twitter also said Sweet Tooth Van or Ooh. Coffin Car from Hot Wheels Unleashed. All right. So yeah. So we we we've talked about uh, we've talked about Sweet Tooth a little bit in, in other uh, levels and other episodes. It's, it's and, 1996. Uh, you can't get away from Sweet Tooth. You can't. You just can't. You're not going to escape. <laughs> He's the, always uh, the ice cream you. man. He's, he's always you want some ice cream kids i mean yeah but i'm assuming that's, that's what exactly what his voice was <laughs> <laughs> yes but not from you yeah exactly uh, no thank you sir um and then also press any button from tiktok says the batmobile in arkham knight uh we got some fun stuff coming up as well so we'll have a mix of that on Patreon and on the main feed. But uh, sir, you also have a couple other shows out there that people can uh, can listen to. That's right. I, I do do other shows. Do 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 do. Chat of the Wild is a Legend of Zelda book club podcast uh, that I do with some friends that, that God almost getting pushing six years now. Um, and we are working through Skyward Sword. So that's been weird. It's really weird. It's a really weird game. I like it (laughs) and I don't like it. And I feel like, (laughs) okay, there are, and I've probably already said something about it at the end of one of our episodes before though. But like, I feel like there are so many different things for people to both like and hate about that game that Mm. you can like and hate completely different things about that game that I like and hate about. So it's weird. It's just weird. I like that. I like that <laughs> though. Cause a lot of the time the, the Zelda series seems a little bit, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong since you're much more steeped in it than I am, but it seems like for the most part, at least the, the classic ones, maybe not breath of the wild. That seems to be a little bit divisive too, but you know, that the 2D ones, for example, it's like everybody loves this one or everybody mm-hmm. likes this element of this one. Mm-hmm. But Skyward Sword, I guess that's interesting. That has like a little bit of both. It all depends on what your first Zelda game was. It, it's like a Weird Al album. It, it really does. Um, right. We will eventually in the next five years get people who grew up with Skyward Sword was the first one. And 
like right. we have with Twilight Princess now, where everyone's just like, Twilight Princess is so great, and just like, no, it's not. It's okay. It's still a Zelda <laughs> game. It's still really good, but sorry. But it's not the best or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Enough. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You can like your favorite Zelda game. It's okay. Yeah, Just don't course. tell me Breath of the Wild sucks. I will yeah. get upset about that. <laughs> Everything so, but that. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, check out Shadow of the Wild. 28, re- basically 28 multiple episode long game review seasons. Uh, and Amazing. still working. And then nice. also check out Need for Speed Running, which is a speed run podcast with uh jay hobbs from games done quick and bradley from my boy bradley up in milwaukee and uh yeah we uh check out different speed running games we do interviews with speed runners uh just a lot of gdq talk if you like games done quick we we do usually talk about it for like 20 or 30 minutes <laughs> yeah every episode so um <laughs> it's kind of hard not to but nice. yeah check it out need for speed running hey David, what hey, are your wonderful, uh, amazing podcasts? Yeah, I have two others as well. Um, I haven't been going for six years or five years yet, but we're in about the four-year range at the moment for back in my day. And uh, it is That's a good. show that it's talks before the from, pandemic, so you're okay. You're in the third. It wave. is. It is from the before times, <laughs> so it has been around uh, for uh, through all of that. Um, but yeah, we talk for a, a range of stuff. I mean, we do touch on a lot of things from our childhood, uh, from mostly the 80s and 90s. Early 2000s are all part of our, of our sort of growing up and stuff as well. But that's anything from games, TV shows and movies. We're also talking about new stuff. We are shills for the Disney Plus series. So we're talking a lot about those as well. They're fun to talk about. And I got a couple guys on the show, a couple good friends on the show. They're really into comics. And it's just really easy to kind of get in depth with stuff that's like marvel especially so um mm-hmm. so that's a lot of fun as well also i have uh the creature cast uh that comes out every thursday that is uh, a newer show that launched within 2022 and uh that's where you can hear me talk uh, with a couple other guys that i write for or write with rather um on consolecreatures.com about newer stuff a newer topic so like we mentioned before on our patreon some of that discussion will also carry over to that podcast as well about like the newer games that we're talking about, but also like news topics, for example. So we'll yeah. have fun discussions there. We're going to have some guests and stuff like that as well. It's it's a newer uh, podcast, but it is growing and we are uh, happy for anyone to listen to us as well. All right. So that's where, where else you can find us. But of course, all of our social media is at Remember 64 Show. Also on Twitch, uh, we are recording levels 16 and 15 and 17 all in this range here. In the spooky Halloween season, I'm going to be trying to play some more games. It might be at odd times. I don't have a ton of evening time, so I can't like play a scary game in the dark a whole lot. <laughs> um, the house is a little too bright in the afternoon, but I'm going to try and sift through a couple of older games and stuff. But uh, but check us out on Twitch as well. Uh, Remember 64 show we'll play Absolutely. some games there. And uh, and we'll probably, you know, we're, we're going to we did a Pokemon Snap one, you know, a couple months ago. We're going to try and do some more of that stuff. And uh, yeah, so we have some some pretty cool stuff uh, coming up in the show as well. So stay tuned and follow us on social media where you can see a lot of that stuff being announced and everything as well. But until next time, stay pixelated, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>